Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. Hope everyone's having a good day today. I just want to jump on here and just do a quick little podcast episode for you all. So I wanted to do um, a part two to my Little Mermaid video. And after this, I don't think I'm going to talk about the video, um, the movie no more. Um, I'm kind of getting tired of all the drama surrounding it. And it just seems like people are just talking in circles at this point. So... You all know I went and saw the movie last Friday with my good friend Shawnee and Sam, and I gave my review of it, and a lot of people did like the review, it seems. A lot of my friends liked it. Actually, people have told me I should start a YouTube review channel, and maybe I'll do that one day. We'll see. But I did my review, and you know, I broke down what I liked and disliked about the film, and I gave my predictions about live action movies going forward. So, um, this movie was the number one movie worldwide for the Memorial Day weekend. I think it's um, one of the fifth highest grossing movies for Memorial Day weekend. So, when you pull up the stats for this movie, this movie so far, let me go to it. This movie so far has made... $209.5 $209.2 million worldwide, and it's the 10th highest grossing film of 2023. Now, that sounds good and everything, but, um, you know, there's this narrative going around that this movie flopped. Because when you break all this down, and I said this in my last episode, that this movie technically did most of that in the U.S., like this movie did really well in the United States, which I figured it was going to do well in the United States. It also did well in the UK as well, in the United Kingdom. However, worldwide overseas, the movie kind of flopped. Um, it did not do well in China. Um, it did it did not do well in the Scandinavian countries, which I figured and I'm gonna get on that later. Um, it it kind of struggled in France and Belgium. You know, the movie did not do so well overseas like it did in America and United Kingdom. And again, I being said that, um, you know, it's, you know, the drama around this movie is so interesting, you know, to watch from, from a third person point of view, because and I've said this a lot of times, if you ever go back and listen to my first podcast episodes, I said during 2020, during that 2020 election and that year of COVID, I said all of these little talking cultural war points that people have been arguing over, like wokeism, cancel culture, um, white erasure, pro-black, LGBT, feminism, and all this stuff was going to seep into pop culture and it was going to affect pop culture and it really has. For those of you all who don't know, there's been controversy over quote-unquote review bombing that's been going on where people have just been going to these review sites and just um, leaving dishonest comments and just hitting the dislike button multiple times. And you know, these people haven't even watched the movie. It's gone so bad, IMBD had to change their rating system because they claimed the movie was being review, bom- review bombed. Now, do I think this movie's been review bombed? Yeah. Do I think some of it is unfairly? Yeah. 
because remember last my last episode I said it was people on YouTube who were giving their reviews of the movie and you can tell if you actually saw the movie yourself you can tell they didn't go out there and actually watch the movie they probably they probably heard some people talking about it and just ran with this narrative that the movie was bad but they didn't even watch the movie they just giving it a negative rating because you know they want to get back at Disney they don't like uh, this diversity talk and they're just mad that they race swapped the character so yes that stuff is going on now having said that is every negative or subpar review um review bombing no if you listen to my podcast episode i gave the movie a seven out of ten and i told you all what i disliked about the movie and i was honest about that and I read some comments, I watched some videos, and some people said the same thing that I said. Or they noticed some other things that was a little different, like certain parts of the plot dragged on too long. That the movie was too long, they could have cut certain parts out the movie. Okay, that's not review bombing, that's the honest critique. That's just someone being honest. Um, you know, I think the, mo- the worst thing about this movie and how people are reacting to it is... And I think that just goes to show you how social media has really destroyed us. People cannot have a rational conversation anymore. Well, I'm not even going to say that because, you know, if, if you know, I've had rational discussions with people face to face. People cannot have a reasonable discussion online, though, about things like this movie. You know, again, this is a divisive movie, very divisive movie. And that's not no fault of the movie itself. But it's just how people on all sides, all spectrums are reacting to this movie. And it's like, no one can't just be nuanced about it. Even when I did my last podcast episode, while some people did like it, I got some Instagram, I got two nasty Instagram, Instagram messages. One, one Instagram message was really upset because I said the girl who played Vanessa um, in the movie did an amazing job and this person was mad that I said that because the girl was only in there for 15 minutes okay and if I felt like someone did an amazing job I'm gonna say they did an amazing job the girl embodied that character and I'm gonna get on that part later in this episode someone else got mad at me because I said I don't think this movie's gonna make a billion dollars and they said they said that because I'm black, I should be rooting for this movie and stuff. And then they went on this tirade about black people not supporting other black people. And after I cursed that person out and blocked them, I just had to roll my eyes at that because one, I went and bought a ticket with my own hard-earned money to go see this movie. So how am I not supporting, you know, a, a black person and I'm black and I, and I went out there and actually bought up tickets? Okay. And second, if you look at everything from all sides, I don't, I still don't think this movie is going to make a billion dollars because the market has changed. I've talked to plenty of people who have kids, who don't have kids, who said they're going to wait to get some Disney Plus to watch it. Okay, movie tickets are high. Inflation inflation has caused everything to go up. I spent $15 for a damn ticket. Okay, when people got kids and bills to pay, $15 is a lot. 
So I can't blame people for staying home and waiting to get some Disney Plus. Yeah, that's going to hurt the box office. But again, I can't help people. I can't change that. And again, the movie is long. And a lot of little kids not going to sit through a movie that long. It's two hours. So again, I can't get mad at parents, especially black parents, who, you know, are prioritizing their family over this movie. And you know, it's just very, it's just, it's just very interesting how some people are trying to turn this movie into a civil rights movement, and it's not. You know, it's a Disney remake of an old film. It is not a civil rights movie. I've been on discussion boards like Reddit and Lipstick Alley, and some of the things I'm seeing are just making me scratch my head. I've seen people who don't like remakes, who don't like musicals, who don't like Disney movies, have bragged about buying up 15 tickets, 15 movie tickets, but they don't plan on seeing the movie. They just buy the tickets to own the racist and, you know, make the movie, you know, do well at the box office for that weekend. And I thought that was so stupid. Okay, this owning the racist narrative that some people are trying to put out there, I'm sorry. If people don't like it, they don't like a product, they're not going to like it regardless. Okay, this movie could have made a billion dollars over the weekend, and those people who still desperately mad at this movie are still going to be desperately mad at this movie. Nothing's going to change their mind. Nothing. You know, how you show support, the best the best comment you can give an actor or an artist is that you actually bought a ticket or bought their merchandise and actually sat there and watched it. That's the best advice. I mean, that's the best compliment you can give an actor or an artist. So some of these people saying they just bought the tickets and they're not gonna actually go view it. I'm sorry, that was stupid and very selfish. If you buy the tickets and you don't want to watch it, at least give the tickets away. You know, there are people, maybe there's people who want to go see it and they got bills on their table. Give the tickets to them people. You know, I was just shocked when I saw all that. I really was. Now, the big news going on with this movie and again, why I think it's doing so bad overseas is the the um about around Saturday, a lot of people were noticing the movie was flopping and you know, South Korea and China and you know it's doing some somewhat well in Japan, but not really. And you know, the narrative that's being spun around that is these Asian countries don't like black people. Or that these Asian countries are racist. Me personally speaking, because I like to do research on all things, I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, China especially has a very long history of how they treat movies with black characters in it if the black person is the lead. Now, there are some exceptions. Will Smith is very popular in China. Um, when the Karate Kid movie was made, that movie was very well. Um, that movie was very well popular. When it had Will Smith's son Jaden in it, that movie was very well popular in China. Um, Black Panther did very well in China. You know, even the Fast X movie that came out two weeks ago, that movie did very well in China, and that has a diverse cast. 
However, when it comes to black women, you know, usually China ignores those movies or, you know, the posters don't have black the black woman on the poster. Or, you know, even when it was Star Wars back in 2015, a lot of the Chinese posters did remove the black guy, John Boyega, from the poster. It did. They 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 took they took his face off the poster. So you know if the if it's not an established black actor, I notice they do stuff like that. And yes, in China, um, you know people still use blackface. That is part of the Chinese culture, and you know blackface is very controversial in America, but over there it's not. And that's why. And I've said this again. How people view race here in America is very different from how race is viewed worldwide. And I think because a lot of people don't travel and don't read and learn about other people's cultures, it is a very big culture shock. I'm not saying I, I agree with blackface being used over there. I'm just saying to a person in China, they don't view that as racist. They don't. Because their history is different from American history. But that's a conversation for another day. But from going on some of these subreddits, like the box office subreddits, um, from, you know, just, just reading up on what some Asian Asians have said about this movie, I honestly think the reason this movie did not do well in Asia, just like it didn't do not did not do well in a place like Sweden and Denmark or even France and Germany is, and this is a controversial statement, so let me drink my tea, because I don't know how people gonna take what I'm about to say. Hell, I might get even more even more angry um messages in my Instagram from this pen I'm about to say, so let me drink this tea right quick. Okay. Okay. The Little Mermaid is the original Little Mermaid that came out in 1989. That movie is 30 years old. Really, it's ten. It think it's damn near borderline 40, but we're just gonna say 30 for time's sake. It is a 30-year-old movie. Okay. That character of Ariel is an iconic character. That character has been a worldwide phenomenon. Is That character's face has been on book bags, it's been on pencils, it's been in magazines, it's been on billboards for 30-something years. And that character does have a distinct look. For a lot of people, that character is a white it is white with a green tail, a purple bra, and long, straight red hair. That is what that character has been looking like for 30-something years. And I'm sorry. And I said this in my last video. When you do a race swap and you change the lead character to a different race, but have the whole cast still looking like their cartoon characters they playing, that's going to cause some division and some people are going to be turned off by that. Okay, I think the real reason that person was mad when I said the girl who played Vanessa did so well, even though she was in the mood for 15 minutes, was 
if you look at the girl playing Vanessa, I think her name is Jessica. If you look at the cartoon version of Vanessa from the original 1989 movie and look at this girl, she looks like Vanessa. Even had the mannerisms down. That's why, you know, people were going gaga over her on Instagram and Twitter because she actually looked. She actually looked like that character. Melissa McCartney, who I said was the breakout star of this movie, and my favorite um, part of the movie was the scenes with her. She actually looked like Ursula. She sounded like the original Ursula. Javier Bardem, even though there were parts where he was stiff, did look like King Triton. The guy playing Prince Eric did, for the most part, look like the cartoon Prince Eric. Okay. Most of the cast around this movie are white. You just made the main character black. And she looks nothing like the original character. Yeah, the voices did match. The singing voices did match. But she only sings for about three, three-fourths of the movie. The rest of the movie, she's quiet. Like I said... You know, I like I said, it, it that worked in America and the United Kingdom. But everywhere else, that was not going to work. Especially in places like Denmark and Sweden, because The Little Mermaid is a Danish fairy tale. It is a European fairy tale. There's even a statue of The Little Mermaid in Copenhagen in Denmark. And I'm sorry, certain things don't translate well overseas. Race swapping does not translate overseas. It does not. Race swapping only works in America and some parts of the UK. It does not work in Asia and Europe. Even in certain parts of Africa. Most of the criticism I'm seeing, I'm not going to say some of it is racist. I will say that. But most of it is is, you know, create a new character, create a new story. Don't race swap. And I've been saying that for quite some time. You know, when I watched the movie, even though I even though I technically did like the movie and I thought Hailey Bailey did a good job, in the back of my mind, I did think I wish they just made an African mermaid story. I did think that I'm not gonna sit around here and like I didn't think it, cause I did. You know, I, I honestly, I did think that. So that's the reason why I think this movie will not make a billion dollars. That and all the, you know, controversy with the race. Because I, I, I'm not going to act like racists are not just, you know, hating on this movie. Just hate on it. That will affect the box office. And again, the market has changed. Okay, Disney Plus and streaming, you know, has kind of overtaken. We're going to the box office. We're going to go sit there and watch a movie in a crowded movie theater. And, you know, when I went to go see The Little Mermaid, I didn't. it wasn't that many kids in the movie theaters. It wasn't. It was mostly white and black women in their 20s and 30s watching this movie. Because this movie is really for 90s kids. It's really not for this new generation. This new generation don't really know Ariel. They grew up with, with people from Frozen and Coco and Brave and all the new, newer Disney movies. They didn't grow up with Ariel and Cinderella and Belle like I did. 
So, you know, this movie, even though some parents did take their kids to go see the movie, from my experience, it's mostly been adults going to watch this movie. And I think Disney did not count on that. Now, I did say this movie is getting hit from all sides. And one thing that I found very interesting is I'm seeing a lot of these black men, especially pro-black men, who seem so mad and offended, not because the Little Mermaid is black, but because the prince is white. Umar Johnson, who I've talked about on this podcast before, went on this rant about that. You know, was talking about, you know, they're going to have a mixed race mermaid child and all this other stuff. And, you know, it was it was just very, I'm not going to say shocking, but it was just so weird that this grown man who's only to be my father was talking about a fictional mermaid having a baby with a white human male. Even though biologically that cannot happen, especially since mermaids don't exist, you know, to my knowledge. But I I have seen some black men say they are not going to go watch this movie. They're not going to take their kids to go watch this movie solely because the prince is white. And hey, you know what? I'm not going to say you got to watch a movie just to watch it. I'm not going to say you got to support a movie just to watch, just to support it. You know, I'm not going to ever do that. But what I find interesting is with that argument, because some of these men who said that I went through their replies on Twitter and these same men don't have a problem going to go see the new Spider-Man movie that comes out next next week. Well, actually this week. And in that Spider-Man movie from the trailers that I've seen, Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man, has a love interest and she's white from what it looks like. And these men don't mind taking their children to go see that movie, even though that's technically an interracial romance. So, you know, why why does it bother you that the black girl ends up with someone who's not black in a movie? Like I said, you know, it's just it's just very interesting how all these culture war issues and you know community issues have just heaped itself onto this movie. And it's very interesting that 20 years ago when Brandy Cinderella came out, no one no I didn't I don't remember anyone having any problems with that movie, even though that movie is race swapped and it's an interracial tale as well, because Brandy's Cinderella um, Brandy's Prince is Asian. He's not black. I don't remember no one getting mad at that. But you know, these people are so offended by anything with this movie, anything. So, you know, like I said before, I don't know um, how well it's going to do overall. I don't think it's going to reach a billion dollars, but hey, I could be wrong. I mean, you know, that Spider-Man movie comes out this week. Transformers, I think, comes out the week after next. It's going to face a lot of summer competition. And, you know, there's so much backlash to this movie. It did well this week, this weekend. It did well, and it's made 200 200 200 million dollars which ain't bad but that movie took a lot to make for a movie to be successful it has to break even that money it took to make that movie it has to make that move that money back 
and I don't know if it can. But you know what? It's just, I, th- I do think it's just sad that this one little movie has so many people in their feelings. And honestly, you know, it kind of has taken the fun out of going to go watch a kid, a little kid movie. Even though I actually did enjoy the movie, you know, the constant arguing and people arguing and cursing each other out, uh, disagreeing just because someone posts an opinion, even if it's opinion saying they like the movie, people are mad about that. And again, that just goes to show you how social media has destroyed us. But I think this is going to be my last video about The Little Mermaid. Unless something really dramatic happens, this is going to be my last video about The Little Mermaid. So I'm just going to say this. If you are curious about the movie, go watch it. If you don't care, don't watch it. You know, if if you just want to watch the old one, fine, go watch the old one. But you know, people, it's just the movie. Just take a chill pill. And on that note, I'm your boy, Dean. I hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea. And everyone have a blessed night.